Welcome to Wild Mysteries. We're your hosts, Laura. And I'm Lauren. For this month's Wild Mystery, we are traveling over land and sea. What mystery will we find there? Will it be an animal? A plant? A mysterious wild place? I will say this much, I think you're gonna love it. Stick with us to find out. We've been exploring puffins this month in our wild mag, studying the science of these spectacular seabirds. Puffins are medium-sized birds with colorful bills and interesting facial markings. In fact, they've been nicknamed the sea parrot because of their bright beaks. Otherwise, puffins are mostly black and white in color, similar to penguins. They can often be seen floating on the waves, flying over the water, or diving for food. Standing around one foot tall and weighing from one to two pounds, puffins eat small fish such as herring and capelin, capturing and carrying several at a time. Puffins swim underwater for up to one minute at a time using their wings to propel them forward while their feet do the steering. In the air, puffins can fly over 50 miles per hour and they swim as fast as 10 miles per hour. Between their streamlined bodies, marine diet, and affinity for saltwater, these birds are perfectly adapted for life at sea. I've heard of puffins. They're really cool creatures. And I've heard people say they're related to penguins. Is that right? That's actually a common misconception. Puffins and penguins do have similar black and white coloration, and they both swim and eat fish, but they're not in the same family of birds. Puffins live in the northern hemisphere, and penguins inhabit the southern hemisphere. Penguins are all by themselves in the family Sphenicidae, and puffins are in the Alcidae family, along with ox and mures. I know that penguins can't fly, and their wings are more like flippers to help them swim. Are puffins good flyers? Puffins are great flyers, even though they have short wings. They flap around 400 times per minute to fly and travel at speeds of up to 55 miles per hour. That's 88 kilometers per hour. They migrate from sea to land every year for nesting and then back out to sea again. I love learning about these beautiful birds. Is there somewhere we can go to see them in the wild? Well, they do spend most of their lives at sea and usually alone or around just a few other puffins. Trying to spot them would be like finding a needle in a haystack. They do well at sea and are adapted with insulating waterproof feathers to stay warm and dry. They have webbed feet for paddling and to help them steer underwater. They can even drink salt water. Wow, how were they able to survive on salt water? Doesn't it make them sick? Puffins actually have special glands above their eyes that desalinate or take the excess salt from their bloodstream. Then a salty liquid drips out of the nostril openings in their beak, sort of like a super watery and salty snot. Very cool. I'll have to look for that on the seabirds that I see next time I'm at the beach. So when do puffins come to land? I bet you can see them then. They can't stay at sea their entire lives. Good question, and you're correct. They do come to land in order to nest. Anywhere from April to August, sometimes as late as September, the different puffin species are on the coast. They find their mate and build a nest together. They pair up with the same mate year after year. They're usually on land for just a couple of months. So the only time they are on land is for nesting a couple of months of the year? You mentioned the different species of puffins. How many are there? Yep, the rest of the year they're out at sea. They're pelagic species, so they're on the open ocean. Scientists have grouped puffins into four species. 
the Atlantic puffin inhabits the Atlantic Ocean, as its name suggests, while the tufted puffin, horned puffin, and rhinoceros auklet inhabit the Pacific Ocean. The rhinoceros auklet looks different from other puffins, but it's considered by some scientists to be a puffin based on anatomy and genetics. Awesome! So I'm going to go where they spend their nesting season and see them. Where can I find them? Oh no, I suppose you're going to tell me that's this month's wild mystery. How did you guess? There are several places around the Northern Hemisphere where puffins come to shore. They all have something in common. All these locations are barren and rocky and mostly coastal islands. When I think of bird nests, I usually think trees. But barren, rocky islands probably don't have a lot of those, huh? Nope, puffins aren't tree nesters. In fact, they nest much closer to Earth. Well, actually in the Earth. If they're on rocky islands, how do they nest in the Earth? Depending on the species, some prefer to nest in rocky crevices and others prefer to dig burrows on the grassy slopes of the islands. They use their beaks and feet to excavate a long burrow. That might keep them safe from predators and bad weather, but it doesn't sound very comfortable for raising babies. The puffin parents make a cozy little nest of feathers and grasses at the back of the burrow for one single precocious puffling. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean they fly all the way to land each year just to raise one baby? That seems like a lot of work. I suppose it is, but that's the way they do it. One egg, one puffling, and lots of fish. I mean, they have to bring their baby tons of fish to eat while it's growing. Pufflings eat all day long for the approximately six weeks it takes for them to reach their full size. In fact, one study showed pufflings ate an average of 2,500 fish during their development period. Pufflings? That's the cutest baby animal name I have ever heard. I bet they're puffy with cozy, downy feathers when they hatch, and now I really want to see them. Seeing a puffling might be a challenge. They stay in their burrows until it's time for them to take off and head to sea. And they usually do that at night, under the cover of darkness. There's one area of the world where the largest number of Atlantic puffins flock during spring and summer to expand the puffin population. Then that's where I'm going to go. Where should I make my reservations? It will be quite a journey for you from the warm and sunny sands of Florida. Well, I assumed I'd have to go north, but I'm ready. You're going to travel to an archipelago in the North Atlantic. Ah, yes. We learned about archipelagos in this month's Wild Mag. They're a group of islands found close together, like the Bahamas or Hawaiian Islands. But there are archipelagos in lots of places. Yes, and this one is a group of about 15 islands, plus more scaries or tiny rock islets. Only one of the islands is inhabited, by people at least. These barren beauties formed thousands of years ago from volcanic eruptions under the sea. Ooh, volcanoes. That does sound mysterious. Hang on, I'm going to get out my world map. If you remember, there's only one puffin species that lives in the Atlantic Ocean. The rest are in the Pacific. Of course, it's the aptly named Atlantic Puffin. Let's see, I know they can be found off the coasts of the Northeast United States and Canada. And aren't they found in Europe as well? 
They sure are. In fact, the largest puffin colony with over half the world's Atlantic puffin population lives in this archipelago. Literally, there are over a million puffins there each year. You'll need to travel to the country that's home to Europe's northernmost capital city. Looking at my map, that seems to be all the way up north in Reykjavik. Are these islands part of the country of Iceland? Yes, they are just south of the mainland of Iceland. Then I'm sure I know this wildly mysterious place. Let's review what we have discovered so far. This place is home to Atlantic puffins. It is off the southern coast of Iceland, and it is an archipelago of approximately 15 islands. It has the largest population of puffins in the entire world, with millions breeding there every summer. For our listening audience, now would be a good time to pause if you'd like to do your own research. Otherwise, stay tuned to find out this month's wild place. It's time for the big reveal. We're going to start out with planet Earth, ocean, Atlantic, continent, Europe, country, Iceland. Our wild place is none other than the wonderful and wild Westman Islands, home to Haimei Island and the largest colony of Atlantic puffins in the entire world. This island is the only inhabited island in the archipelago with around 4,000 residents. During August and September, when pufflings are leaving their nests and flying out to sea, some pufflings may get lost amidst the bright lights from the city at night. And sometimes the villagers have to help pufflings find their way to sea. They may be too weak to take off from land, so a volunteer group on the island called the Puffling Patrol lead the way in puffling rescue. If you'd like to learn more about the ecology of puffins, such as habitat, range, nesting, diet, behaviors, and adaptations, check out January's Wild Mag issue, available at the link in the show notes. Thanks for exploring with us and getting wild. Be sure to stop by next month for another wild mystery. And don't forget to grab your puffin download from the link in our show notes. Do you want to go wild all year long? Well, now you can with the Go Wild Nature Journal created by the Wild Mag team. We publish it on Amazon, so it's available printed and shipped directly to your door. Check out the link in the show notes to order yours today. Thanks for getting wild with us. This podcast was made possible by the Wild Mag team. Written by Laura Stroop. Audio and production by Lauren Giordano. Edited by Chad Giordano with contributions by Stephanie Hathaway.